going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Eastside Hockey, where we talk all things Eastside Hockey. And as always, I am joined by my lovely co-hosts, Mr. Brett Hahn, Mr. So, Justin Kennedy, and Mr. Ooh. Joseph Petrella. How are we doing tonight, fellas? I'm doing, doing fan-fucking-tastic, man. You interrupted Ray. I'm sorry, Ray. Or no, Doc. But I just wanted to Doc say to the people how I'm down. feeling. You interrupted Doc talking about Ray. How are you tonight, Ray? We never asked you that. Yeah, how's Ray doing? How is Ray doing? Someone get this guy on the call, huh? Let's uh, thinking... let's go to Eddie for inside analysis on Ray. Down to the ice. Well, you know, uh, Ray Ferraro is a guy. He uh, goes to the NHL and uh, he commentates on the games. Because Eddie Olchek says very obvious and boring things. Yeah. That anyone could get in the mic and do. Anyway, Eastside Hockey, I'm doing good. Joe, how you doing? I'm doing great. Good. Nice. We're all doing good. Now let's get into the topics, you beautiful so, people. What do we got? Topic number one, we have the discussion of the shootout post-game, post-overtime. Thoughts on that, like, regarding... Um, shootouts, should they stay? Should they go? How maybe they should shoot, decide the winner? We're going to figure that out here, folks. I, I think I'll, I'll take the reins here on the, on the first, uh, uh, thoughts. Cause I have some good ones in my opinion. So shootouts, they're entertaining. Goalies can be, can be pretty flashy making big blocker saves. Maybe give them the howdy do with the glove or, you know, maybe just the, normal kick save but that's kind of boring um and players can kind of yeah and uh players can i'm saying patrick Waugh tried to give the red wings the how did you do and he dropped the puck into his own net yeah so he sometimes it's nice sometimes they make a goofball out of bozo it wasn't Um, but i just you brought it up that's close enough uh but yeah so Shootouts, they can be entertaining. You have players doing, you know, a bunch of different moves, goalies making big saves. Um, but I kind of agree with some people saying a shootout is kind of a silly way to determine a game because they play a full game, you know, three periods, 20 minutes each, and then they play a five-minute overtime, three-on-three. Three. And then here we are as a shootout. After all that, it comes down to... A one-on-one between a player and the goalie. Come on now. I think um, I think if not, um, you know, doing if they wouldn't do a shootout, I think that they should be doing maybe another five, like five-minute overtimes, after, like a, consistently until somebody scores, or they go into a playoff style uh, overtimes where it's twenty-minute periods, but then there's a matter of time. Because we don't know how long it's going to take somebody to score. What do you guys think? I partially agree with you, Owen. Um, it, no. In the sense, if the league decided to make it so games don't end in a tie, then I'd agree to get rid of the shootout. But any game that ends in a tie is a complete waste of the fans' time. Um, mm-hmm. There should definitely be a clear-cut way of determining a winner. That's why they instituted the shootout. I'm not saying it's the most entertaining outlet, but it's definitely something where fans know that there's going to be a winner on, on the other side, and it's fun to watch. 
It is subject yeah. to error, like you said, and it's not the most flawless way of winning a game, but it's something. But but like you said, man, I'd rather have an overtime that is first to score, sudden death, or just a longer period like the playoff format. That way you can definitely have someone score a goal and win the game. Yeah. But, you know, and then and then looking at it, if they decide to go playoff format, there's just a matter of like, oh, we need to designate like a start time and an end time or whatever. Like, would they have to start the game earlier considering um, if nobody scores in the first two overtimes, that's minimum 40 minutes gone of the fans time. Not saying they're not enjoying the game, but. 40 minutes compared to a five-minute overtime and then a shootout is a serious difference. But, That's true. And they would have to push back, um, you know, start times of the later games. And then yeah. the league – I feel like the league could lose some revenue off of that. So it's really a tough call now. Yeah. Look, Justin, tap me in. Tap me in. Justin, tap in, tap in, tap in. Tap me in. Okay. Tap me in. I've written a few notes based on what you guys were saying. And uh, – Gotta go through a few things here, Ray. So first of all, there there should never, ever, ever, ever be twenty minute overtimes in the regular season. Ever. That is meant for the playoffs. That's meant for the intense games. You can't implement that shit into the regular season. Also, but however, however, I do agree that we can find some common ground here. At the end of the day, the most important thing is that games do not end in a tie because that is the worst thing about sports is the fact that some sports like soccer or football, no offense to those football fans, (laughs) but when when your games end in a 0-0 tie, it's like, why did you pay the money for the ticket and go to the arena and waste three hours of your life watching that game? Like, yeah. So with soccer, you know, they should have an overtime, but that's a whole different thing. Uh, so That's at the end a of the whole day, other podcast. <laughs> at the end of the day, games cannot end in a tie. It can't happen, and they cannot put twenty-minute overtime periods in. So, what I will say is, they should either stick with the shootout, or have, like Alan said, three-on-three overtimes for five-minute periods, but just keep doing that until someone scores. That could that would be super entertaining. If it goes to, like, double overtime on a three-on-three, that would be sick to watch. It would be intense. And it would, like Brett said, it wouldn't carry over into the later games. It most More likely than not, it will end a lot quicker than a five-on-five with 20-minute periods. So if they mm-hmm. were to get rid of the shootout, go to that system. Um, because, listen, at the end of the day, the shootout is a relatively new thing in the NHL. It was implemented in the 05-06 season. So just... 15 years ago and the NHL formed in like 1916 or whatever. So before games would just end in ties and I did not like that. They stepped up with the shootout to make sure somebody always wins. But if it were to change, make it five on threes or uh, three on threes for five minutes until someone scores. And that's all I got to say about that. Makes sense. Makes sense. Joe, what are you thinking? Um, I, I've been listening to you guys and, and I've been slowly forming my, uh, opinion here and we can all agree. I think anybody can agree that a tie game is just not even an option that, that sucks. It's trash. Um, 
But a shootout is, I don't think, much better. Now, Justin said there's no chance, no way that we should have playoff-style endings, like, you know, the 20-minute periods or whatever, um, in regular season. And to that, I say, do you think anyone, any one of the fans would complain if there was playoff intensity all year round? I don't think so. So I well, think... Here's the thing, Joe. Well, 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 wait, wait, well, Joe... Hold on, hold on. Let Joe, let Joe finish his thoughts okay, real fine. quick. I'll I'll write it down. Down. I, also, I, I also have thoughts when Joe's done speaking. Oh, shit. Uh-oh. <laughs> um, I, I think... Now, this obviously there are problems with have, and I, I, I will say it right now. I, I think that having the, the playoff, having it end like in the playoffs all year round is better than a shootout. Obviously, you know, a tie game is, is not even an option, and, and playoff ending like the playoffs um, is, has its flaws as well. But I just, I, you know, shootouts suck. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got you. I see what you're saying. Um, and Justin. Yeah. Now, what were you thinking? Here's the deal. Joe, I hear what you're saying. It makes sense what you're saying. The only problem is having 20-minute overtimes isn't what makes the playoffs intense. What makes the playoffs intense is the fact that teams are – going after the Stanley Cup, they're that close. And that's when the crunch time happens. Just because a playoff, just because an overtime lasts 20 minutes long doesn't mean the game's necessarily going to get to an, a playoff-style uh, intensity. I mean, think about teams like Detroit going to, like, a triple overtime during the regular season. I mean, sure, it, it might be more like the playoffs because they have the overtime format from the playoffs. But, uh, I mean, even if they won that game, I mean, they're still fucked and they're not making the playoffs either way. So, I mean, not quite as intense, not even close. So, well, <clears throat> what, what I also, also mean by so the other thing is, wait, the other thing is shootouts don't necessarily suck. They're just like an easy way to either win or lose. It's almost like a coin flip. Like they're entertaining, but they just uh, it's it's up to chance a lot of the time. So having like some sort of continuous overtime, I could get on board with that. Next, next. Wait. After you, you Joe, just... your point, and then I got my points there. Wait, wait, Justin, you just said that the the. When I say continuous overtime, I mean, like, having a five-minute continuous overtime with three-on-three rather than... Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, All right, never mind. Keeping that continuous overtime (laughs) format, just not, like, how they do in the playoffs. Just keep it to how they do in the regular season. I thought you were just like, Joe, I disagree with you, but at the end of the day, I agree with you. (laughs) (laughs) No, 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 no. no. All right. I, I guess go ahead, Brett. I don't have anything else. Well, I'm just going to start off by saying that regardless of, you know, if we have a continuous overtime in the regular season or not, there's going to be no playoff intensity in the regular season. That's just a given. Like, the, like even if you were to institute, like, a continuous overtime period, man, n- nobody's going to look at a game between the Red Wings and, like, the Buffalo Sabres and be like, holy shit, man, this is a preview of what I'm going to get for the, for the Stanley Cup. 
No, no, nobody's gonna do that. Definitely not me. I'm probably gonna sit there sleeping, to be honest with you. <laughs> um, well, and 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 the other thing is, man, like the shootout is—it's it, not completely boring. I mean, yeah, it's not the best way to really decide a game. If anything, it's taking credit away from soccer with their penalty kicks. It's making it look shitty. Um, but we, we and 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 I disagree, like in the sense where, like, if we had an overtime period, like it shouldn't be twenty minutes long. If anything, like it should be like ten minutes first to score. You know, mm-hmm. like yeah. like bump it up a little bit, but don't and it can't be go fun. overkill with it. Yeah, um, one, four, or three on three. But I, I don't think they need to change the three on three format. I agree, Justin. I agree. Um, what, so, so, for speculation and for discussion purposes, let's say the NHL does change the way they end their games rather than going into a shootout. They change it to overtimes. Still three on three. How long would you guys prefer would you guys prefer the overtime periods to be afterwards? Five minutes. So would you, you still think it should be five minutes? Five minutes. I think, I think it should be a 10 minute initial overtime and then a three minute continuous overtime after. Mm. Joe. Okay. I think, I think that, um, there shouldn't, after like the first, maybe two, five-minute periods, they should just let the boys play until a goal is scored. Interesting. That's not a horrible idea. Yeah. Maybe just let the boys play until they score. Who knows? So you're saying right after, so you're saying as soon as the puck drops in overtime, they just let the boys play? They still call penalties and everything? However, they don't stop the game until... They'll stop stop the whistle, but what you're saying is like they won't but they, it won't be like, all right, it's the end of the period. Everyone take a break, get some Gatorade, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it would just be. That could be keep, that could be pretty entertaining. Yeah, constant nonstop action. I could I could get. But there fine. are but Alan, there are whistles though. It's like a. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's what I was. That's what I was saying. <laughs> um, but I I'm 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 a little entertained by Hans. Uh, idea here of how to settle games in overtime. Because... Very random numbers. Yeah, they're... yes, they are. They're a little random. But I have a reason and I behind ca- it. I kind of like them, and I agree. Maybe like it could be interesting seeing a ten-minute three-on-three first overtime period. But maybe instead of going into a three-v-three for three minutes in overtime, like consecutively, why it could be like. 10 minutes the first overtime, five minutes for every overtime that follows, while all three on three. So, not, so you're cutting it in half, you know what I mean? And then yet everybody's still playing what would have been a normal overtime. The only, the only problem with that, though, is like if you're going to have a, a 10 minute as the first one and then switch it to five afterwards, I mean, why not just keep it 10 or five? That's true. That's true. That's the only problem I, that I see with that. Other than that, I mean, it could work, but I feel like Joe or what Joe or I are saying is yeah. more, it would be more likely. But let's hear. Brett said he had an explanation for why he said yeah. 10 minutes, then three I minutes. I do. So let's get his hot take. Because, I mean, 10 minutes first, because if teams don't score in 10 minutes, then 
that's really sad. Um, that would a three on three. That, that would be that, that'd be pathetic. So, <laughs> ten minutes sh- should give the teams plenty of time to score at first. Three minutes for me is kind of a hurry your ass up, pick up the pace of play, and get a quicker goal. You know what I mean? Like that does make sense. W- w- we it don't want to watch five minute periods consecutively of guys continuously going at goals. And if anything, think about it. Like if it pushes. I don't know, three or four of those five-minute after periods, just 20 more minutes, 15, 20 more minutes, mm-hmm. pushing the other games back. I don't know. I mean, either way, it's going to push the games back. But, yeah. but but I just think, like, picking up the speed of the game would really be interesting for viewing. Mm-hmm. That could work. I could, that, now, that could yeah. give it more of a playoff-style feel. Yeah. I oh, see that. Yo. Yeah, there we go. There's your playoff. There's your playoff intensity uh, type games there, bud. So do we? Do you guys have anything else to say on uh, our shootout discussion here, fellers? Honestly, I think we we covered everything that needs to be covered, my friend. Agreed. 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 So we're gonna use this as our uh, transition into our sponsor. Can we actually take a quick break this time? Yeah, we'll take a quick break this time, Justin. We'll take this time to go to our sponsor, and then we will see you guys in the next half of the episode. Welcome back, everybody. Thank you to Anchor for sponsoring this week's episode of Eastside Hockey. Yes, Anchor. Yeah, baby. We love you. We love you. Shout out to Anchor for supporting my hopes and dreams. Oh, also, also, also. Guys, real quick, before we dive into our... Next topic here. I do want to say something. And for those of you who enjoy listening to our podcast and listening to our hockey talks, we would like to shout out a brand new podcast by our very own Brett Hahn here. Appreciate it. Han, give us just a little bit of a rundown of uh, Totally Goaded and what you talk about on that show. I will. So Totally Goaded is centered around the hottest takes and debates in the NBA and NFL. This is from speculation, who we think the all-time greatest players are. It could be the most recent events, such as the coronavirus. My feelings about Rudy Gobert. I can't stand the guy. Um, and. It's pretty much just me and and my co-host, Terry, Terry Jackson, my guy. I love him. And it's pretty much just us debating because we don't agree on anything when it comes to sports. And if you just want to hear two guys go at it, and and, and I'm always right, so you definitely want to tune into what I say. (laughs) So it's going to be entertaining. It's going to be something that's different. And it's going to be a lot of jokes and laughs. And I'm sure it's something you guys enjoy. Wait, and... can we announce? Can we announce the first guest? Uh, I don't know who my first guest is going to be yet, so oh, I can't okay. do that. I okay. can't do that just yet. Can we? Because we haven't even we guests? haven't even started yet. <laughs> but can we, can we announce Man. one of the upcoming guests? Of course. One of the upcoming guests, Justin, our very own Justin Kennedy, is some very yeah. interesting points. Yeah. One that I'm definitely going to roast the shit out of him for, because <laughs> I don't agree with that at all. So. And, and also, as a disclaimer, I know nothing about 
I, I barely know. Like, I know basketball and football, but I don't know the politics of the NBA. I don't know everything in depth like these guys do. So I'm just going to chat OD when I go on there. and Chat Node? Chat Node. Yeah, so, yeah, so if, and if, if you want to tune in to episodes that are going to be very heated and might result in some intense yelling <laughs> and debate, then you come to Totally Goaded, you listen, and you're going to have a great time. Thank you, Alan, for the shout out. No problem, huh? No totally goaded. Go listen. Totally goaded. You like you like basketball. You like you like football. Totally goaded. Yep. Give it a follow on Instagram at totally goaded. There we go. Dot com. Now, thank you, Han, for totally goaded. Thank you. We have our. We're gonna do something a little different here. Um, considering that the NHL isn't playing games, as we all know, and uh, you know, there's really news in the sports world is kind of slowing down. But here at Eastside Hockey, we like to keep things fresh. We like to keep things going. So that's why for our second topic of discussion, we have who we think are the top five best players in the league right now. As Ooh, a matter of opinion, not yeah, statistical. Now, opinion. This is all opinion here. Mm. All of, this is going to be a very biased discussion part of Beautiful. our. I would like to, I would like to start my list with o- Odell Beckham Jr. I think he's a great <laughs> okay. hockey player. Okay, definitely. <laughs> yeah, you're subject to get roasted. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little taste. Just a little taste of what you you people are going to get on Totally Goaded. <laughs> All right. Uh oh. Get the dog. Get the dog. This week's episode of Eastside Hockey's special guest is brought to you by Sonny. Yep. Sonny! Sonny! Get the dog! Uh, get get the dog. dog! All right, all right. Dog. Fellers, who are your top five? Who I know Justin said uh, you were. You want to start off that list with uh, Odell, right? Uh, no, no, all right. I'll give my list. I'll give my real list. Okay. okay. Top five players. Number one. Henrik Lundqvist, let's go, baby. Hank, I don't care if he's on the bench. That's my guy all day. He is my, he's been my friend ever since I started watching the Rangers, and I will never leave his side. He may not be the legitimate best player in the NHL right now, but he's the best player in my heart, and that's what I smell bias. No bias. Fun, over here. fun fact. About? Fun fact, Justin. I have Henrik uh, Lundqvist's signature up on my wall right now. He's looking right at me. Oh wow, that's that's not creepy at all. Uh, yeah. Anyway, hey, <laughs> if, hey, on, if Hank went to fucking Anaheim, I would still put him as my number one. I want him to win a cup. I want to see it happen. Anyway, number two. I respect the Number two. Is this current or all time? We're doing current, like okay. this all right. or last. Thank, season, thank the Lord. <laughs> yeah, number two, David Posternock. Ooh. I got to <laughs> give it to the man. The man's been on fire this season. And as I mentioned earlier this year in this season of Eastside Hockey, uh, I mentioned that Posternock is the most exciting player in the NHL this year. And, you know, he, uh, he's been tearing it up for the bees. So I got to give respect and credit where credit is due. So there you go, Joe. I know you like that one. Number three, 
Let's see here. We are going with Austin Matthews. The guy has a wrister like no one else's. The guy has a better wrister than uh, what's his fucking face? Uh, what's his first name? Nathan McKinnon. There we go. There you go. <laughs> has a better wrist than what's Nathan his McKinnon name? and Connor McDavid, in my opinion. Mike David's got the moves, but Matthews has got the wrister all day. And he's been tearing it up for the Leafs this year. So Matthews at three. Number four. We are going to go with Tim Thomas. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> number four. Let's see. We're going to go. You know what? Since I mentioned his name, let's throw him on there. We're going to throw his line mate in there, Leon Dreisaitl. Oh, Leon Dreisaitl, man. The guy has been killing it with McDavid on Edmonton. And so I will give McDavid as the number five seed. The only reason I put Dreisaitl as higher than McDavid is because I've just noticed him more. I've seen him really stepping up his game this year. And so I give him the most improved uh, points. And he's at number four, McDavid at five. So we got Hank. Uh, Pasternak, Matthews, Dreisaitl, and McDavid as my list. Thank you very much. I like your I list, like John. That, that's a solid list. That is a really good list. I yeah, didn't like that one. Thank you. All, All right. right. So, so I'll, I'll start listing mine off. Um, All right. So number five, I'm going to go with Austin Matthews. I think, I think the guy is an amazing young talent. The Toronto Maple Leafs have been a rising team under his leadership. And fast as hell. <laughs> yeah. It's very physical. And he gets the goal. He gets the puck in the net. Dude, he's got a sick-ass mustache. And, yeah, and he's got a mustache. <laughs> That's obviously what I'm basing it off of. Just like you. Um, yeah, just, just like me. Just, just like him. <laughs> Number four for me. I'm going with good old Leon Dreisaitl. He's about to get 100. I mean, if the season wasn't suspended, dude's about to get 100 points. <laughs> it's a freaking tank. He, him and McDavid form an electric duo. And pro- I'm probably like the best in the NHL right now. And it's amazing to watch. Thus, number three, I got to put McDavid. Because like I said, they're the best duo in the league. Both are set up to score over 100 points. Mm-hmm. Um, Edmonton's winning games. so mm-hmm. He's got to be up there. Number two is Pasta. Shout out to Joe. Um, he is an exceptional talent. Boston's the best team in the league. And he's the winger that everyone wants to have on their team. And number one, he's the GOAT. Um... He is someone who definitely Floyd. should have won the, the MVP award or whatever it's called in the NHL. I don't know. Um, <laughs> it's it's uh, the – no, never mind. I lost it. And he was a one-time NHL All-Star. And that man, I don't care if he's I retired. I think I know who you're talking about. I, I don't give a I think shit if he's retired. All right? I don't care. It's John Scott, baby. I he's knew it. John <laughs> Scott. <laughs> John Scott's the GOAT. He's the number one on my list. I don't care what anybody says. Dude's a fucking beast. He is the best player by far. (laughs) 
Yeah. By the way, fight compilations. He beats the shit out of people. <laughs> By the way, uh, the the MVP trophy in the NHL is called the Hart Memorial Trophy. Thank you. I don't know. <laughs> but damn, John Scott is the number one. That's a. You know That's what? A fucking Lulu. We got some controversials number ones here. <laughs> totally non-biased number ones at all. <laughs> No, uh, and, and de- I, I definitely didn't list the GOAT as mine, obviously. I mean, come on. Yeah. Everybody knows John Scott's talent. He's a Hall of Famer one day. Come on. Yeah. Hall of Famer for scoring one goal his whole career. That's fucking right. And that one goal counted. No, it was they more just, than they one. It was, put... it was a few. It was a few, but not many. They should put John Scott in the Hall of Fame just for, like, beating the fucking piss out of people. That guy had a talent for beating the piss out of people. Strictly. <laughs> so. How did Derek Bouchard fucking go down with all his injuries and then it ended up being his fucking demise and John Scott is like totally fine. It makes no sense. I don't know. <laughs> he's the goat. Kids, he's the goat. Derek Bougard was the goat. Boog. <laughs> Only the real Ranger fans know who Derek Bougard is. Alright, well, I guess I'll uh, I'll give my list now. Uh, yeah. Starting list with number five. Now, this guy, the big man. <laughs> the, uh, the, the best Bruins captain of my lifetime. He's the tallest the oldest, got the hardest shot, and he rocks people when he Damn, plays. Joe, you're putting me on your list? <laughs> John He's Scott? not battling, Justin. <laughs> He's an outstanding leader. He's, he's, I, people were upset when he got the captain position over Bergeron, but I think by now he's, it's well, very well deserved. He played game five. He played game five with a broken damn jaw, and he still didn't leave his team. That's the Dana Chara, the big man. I guess. I love Zdeno Chara. He might have not have like these crazy stats, like you know Austin Matthews or whatever. But in my opinion, he is the coolest player in the NHL. Not my top five. Not number one. Or, yes, he, my top five. He is number five. Not my top five, but I, he's number five. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, now I stop my words sometimes. But <laughs> he's a cool-ass player. If it was coolest player, I'd put him at number one, but it's not coolest. It's just top five overall, so number five. Number four, Alexander Ovechkin. I don't, I don't really think I need to explain this one. I mean, like, do I really... No, I, I think we all he's know why he's top five. He's, he's uh, I mean, a great player. He's uh, a pretty good two-way forward as well. Um, he rocks people's shit as well. He's probably going to break. Uh, he's already in the 700 club, so, you know, there you go. Joe likes his Eastern Europeaners like Nico Bellic. <laughs> uh, number three. David Pasternak. Another Eastern Europeaner. Love pasta. Love me my bowl of pasta. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. 
Um, he's a great player, as as the guys have already said. He slaps goals, so I'll just move on to number two. Our Lord and Savior, Tuka Rask. Oh, Jesus, I know who's number Our one. Our Lord and Savior. Tuka Rask. Okay, I'm not saying you guys. I'm saying our meaning New England. <laughs> our <laughs> Lord and Savior. Your Tuka Lord and Rask. Savior is Tom Brady. Your Lord and Savior. Get out of here. <laughs> Tom Brady's not on the fucking Patriots anymore. But he's been, dude, he's their Lord and Savior, though. 20 years yeah, of greatness. But, but that's for a separate podcast. Not, Tom Brady's not the greatest of all time. Aaron Rodgers is, but I'll be on your uh, podcast about uh, that. Uh, I'll be on no your way. podcast to talk about that. Oof. But anyway, uh, oh, that one's gonna get really. Good. I hate Tom Brady, but no <laughs> way. Uh, Tuka Rask, he's nuts. I mean, the, the goal, I've the fucking saves he's made. He's one of, I'd say, the biggest reasons why the Bruins are as successful as they are. Because no matter how great your team is, if you don't have a good goalie, you're going to fall flat on your ass. And Tuka Rask is the best goalie who is still playing the game. Period. In my opinion. Um, which brings me right into my number one spot. Which... Is a bit of a controversial one, but I have a feeling you already know who I'm going to say. Joe, can I say it? Sure. Because I know who exactly who it is. Who? He plays for the Bruins. Yeah. He's a little rat man. Yeah. He's number 63, Brad Marchand. Brad Marchand. Here's why he's my number one. Other than the fact that he's an outstanding player, he 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 knows how to fucking get his cheap little jabs in and get away with it, which I think is funny as hell. But he is the reason why I stu- I I'd say the the biggest reason why I started watching hockey legitimately again. Um, I thought watching him on the ice was funny. He nutty ass uh puck handler or stick handler whatever the terminology is yes stick handler he's he's crazy i mean i don't think that there's a better stick handler in the league right now like i he 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 he's he literally skates circles around (laughs) hey hey joe (laughs) joe joe yeah if he if he's the best stick handler, why did he completely skate over the puck and miss the puck in that shootout attempt against the Flyers to lose the game earlier this season? I'll in, I'll answer that because every player has a mess up, and you liking Henrik Lundqvist yourself can 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 say that every player has at least one oopsie in their career. So I don't think saying oh. He missed the puck in that one game, remember? Is is really uh, 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 fair, considering Hendrick, Hendrick Lundqvist, what, has Hendrick. like a, a, a point... <laughs> Kendrick Lundqvist. Lundqvist. <laughs> a point 0.3% save right right now? Like, like get out of here. It's so that, that's like, my top five. It's actually like, like 0.318. That so, that's what you call a good player. 
So we have me. Me. All right. Number five. Uh, this is tough. This is a tough. Number five. Did y'all just not prepare this? No, because I, 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 was I the same did. way. You're like, it comes up to your term and you're like, oh, uh, no, I'm just, no, I, I have, I was totally prepared. What are you players. talking about? My list was rather off flawlessly. Yeah. Well, mine was too. Y'all didn't keep interrupting me. I'm going to say number five for me, Austin Matthews. Great play. He does have Ooh, the speed. Just like me. Yeah. He does have speed, and he definitely uh, has one hell of a wrist shot, like Justin said. Um, and he has been tearing, tearing it up in Toronto, but I still think there are better players as good as Austin Matthew is. I'm not dissing him or anything. I'm just saying I think he's good, but there's better. And that Alan thinks me. Austin Matthew sucks. Yeah, he's absolutely – I hate circles around Matthews. Alan and I thinks can't he's dog shit. Um, so this brings me to number four. Four, I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with Connor McDavid. He's going with Connor McDavid number four, in my opinion, as one of the top best players in the NHL, out of opinions, is because one, it's an opinion. We're not looking at that. Two, same opinions. The other three. He's got. He's fucking fast, and he can and he can dangle, and he can Joe, wait, wait. the puck no angles. Joe, same opinion as me, you mean? Well, yeah, but I'm saying you all basically had the same people on your list so far. So. Yeah, but I went first. So That's true. That's true. My idea. <laughs> so now, but yeah, I still think Austin Matthews has. He's definitely one of the faster players and he can dangle and he can snipe corners from like behind the net just because you know he's awesome not Austin Austin Matthews Connor McDavid so number three in your mic Brett what's up Brett (laughs) you jerking off over there just been hearing (laughs) no sir I'm just listening to your points uh huh um Number hockey makes, three. Hockey makes Han horny. Number three. I'm going to give it to the Pasternak. Oh. And I got to give credit where credit is due. Pasternak is one hell of a player. Thank you to say it because he's a Bruin. But... I have to give it where he's where credit is. I have to give credit where credit is due. He's one hell of a player, and I think that, like, if we were looking at it statistically, I think that goals and the points he has can back that up. But also, just looking at it as a hockey fan, it's it's pretty obvious he's one of the top top boys here in the NHL. And we're going with number two. I'm hitting him with. Alexander Ovechkin. He's in a 700, 700 goal club, and he definitely would have had more goals than what he had this season if he wouldn't be in his current situation. But you know, it is what it is. Um, and he can fucking. That's what we need to talk about. We need to talk about 
is Ovechkin going to hit it now because of the corona? Hit what? The Gretzky's record. Well, he can still hit Gretzky's record. It's just probably it's just not going to be this season. But well, well, no, of course not. But is the it's either way it would be multiple seasons from now. But will the coronavirus overall like cause him not to be able to do it throughout the rest of his career? I don't know. I guess we'll have to find that out in another episode of East Side Hockey. Oh, stay tuned. Oh, stay tuned. Stay tuned. But um, yeah, but he Ovechkin, big goal scorer, uh, definitely, and he's a big, big boy body on the ice. And he can throw his weight around, and he can beat the piss out of uh, rookies, as shown by last year's Stanley Cup playoff game between the Caps and the Hurricanes. Um, and that brings me to number one. And this man has a luscious head of hair, and he's fast. He can score big, big goals, as shown by the New York Rangers win, where he scored five of the six goals, including the overtime winner. And I'm going to give that to Mika Zibanejad. I'm going to give it to Zibanejad. As much as I love Hank, as much as I love Panarin, as much as I love a lot of the players on the Rangers, both current and old, I'm going to have to give it to Zibanejad because... Although that man has been hurt for, he he saw, he he was hurt for a decent amount of this season. He still was able to come back and like score goal after goal after goal in game after game after game, and I love him as a New York Rangers fan because he gives me hope towards what the future holds for our team as we tighten our shit up and and. Make a make a rebound here, you know. Build our team a little bit more. And he he just makes me happy. He makes me hopeful for the future. And he's definitely one of my favorite players. And I'd say puts him at one of the best in the league. So that's my that's my top five. In the Who's in me? You say interesting you? list. <laughs> I would put Mika as my number six and Marshand as my number seven. Oh. Same. But so I'll put Marshand as like number. How many players are in the NHL? <laughs> You'd have to do oh, 10. 20 times 30. <laughs> yeah, 10. So that's 620 <laughs> players in the NHL. So right there, 920. Sweat. 620th favorite player in the NHL. Boom. Done. What a Bruce. hot, what a hot opinion. Melik yeah. don't. Me no like Marchand. <laughs> Marchand's <Yeah>. bad. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> Rest of the NHL. <laughs> stinky. Good. He's stinky. But yeah, and I think that we've come to the end of our second topic, boys. Would you have anything else like to say? Anything else? Oh my God, I'm having a stroke. Is there anything else? Uh oh, like not our host. What have we ever done? Yeah, our host is having a stroke. Call nine one one. Call the ambulance. I don't know. Tell him to cry. Call the ambulance. Tell him to get a straw to suck it up. Tell him to get some cheese with that wine. Whatever you want to call it. <laughs> Boys, you have any closing uh, statements to the beautiful people at home? I love you. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> 
John Scott's the goat. Don't forget it. All right. We have I Love You and John Scott's the goat. Petrella? Um, Marshawn's the best player. Char's the best captain. Aaron Rodgers is the best QB. Enough but he stuff. only has one Super Bowl, though. I agree with... It, hey, the Packers... Brett Favre only had one Super Bowl, and it's called the, the Favre Trophy, isn't it? It's not. What's all I'm saying or, is... The, the Lombardi. Whoa, yeah, Lombardi, dude. Whoa, yeah. whoa. <laughs> I, hate, <laughs> I hate Brady, but... Super Bowls aren't everything. I wish Justin, he was on New York. Justin Thompson. Not the Jets. Fuck is, the Jets. Is not as good as Aaron Rodgers. Wow. All right. Well, thank you, listeners, for... <laughs> Listening to our hockey points and getting a sneak peek of what my podcast outside of hockey is going to look like. And we always appreciate your time. Awesome. Goodbye, my friends. Goodbye. We will catch you guys in the next episode next week. Bye.